Hey there, welcome to ChirpCast, encouragement with heart, humor, and a little sarcasm. I want to tell you a little bit about our house cat named Andre. Andre is nine years old, he's about 25 pounds, and he's tiger striped. Now, for those of you who are cat lovers, you're probably thinking, aw, what a sweet little cat, or big cat, I suppose. And I would have to say for most people who have ever seen or been graced by his presence, you would think that he's quite sweet. That is a ruse. This cat is one of the brattiest animals I have ever come in contact with. Now, several years ago, Andre actually ate rat poison. We live out in the country. Got to make sure we don't have any vermin hanging around our house. And so the farmer put out some rat poison. The cat got a hold of some of it. And he actually became paralyzed from about the middle of his back all the way down to his tail. And we had to nurse him back to health, giving him all the medicine. I even went so far as to get a tiny medicine dropper and give him Pedialyte. In case you're ever wondering, cats really like grape flavored Pedialyte. And we nursed him back to health and I think he has a little bit of an eyesight problem as a result of the neurological problems that came after eating the rat poison. If you fast forward to about, I don't know, a year, year and a half ago, Andre decided that he was going to start doing something that would get our attention. Now, he's not much for loud meows, but he loves to scratch the door frame next to our bedroom and the laundry room. Now, some time ago, I want to say last week sometime, he decided at about 2.30 in the morning that he was going to start his nightly ritual of scratching and being as loud as he possibly can, trying to get our attention. Now, you might think what terrible owners we are closing our door and keeping him out and not feeding him and making him share a water dish with the dog, well, don't feel bad. This cat has lived quite the luxurious life. He sleeps typically curled underneath our bed, but this particular night he was nowhere to be found, and so I closed our bedroom door and he ended up in the laundry room. Now, just so you know, there is a cat door in the laundry room door and he is free to come in and out as he pleases. That is also where his cat food dish is. Now he started doing this thing scratching the door at night. We have tried all kinds of things to stop him. I have yelled at my cat in the middle of the night. I have snapped my fingers. I have hit the wall. At one point my ingenious farmer put a speaker outside the door and the second we heard the cat start to scratch the outside of our door, a very loud alarm went off. Well, it sounded more like a tornado warning and let's just say that our daughter about had a heart attack in the next room because she didn't know that we were trying to scare the cat away from the door. Needless to say, none of this has helped. So. I thought one night, I've got to do something to stop this cat. We have warned him and warned him, and he doesn't listen. He just does what he wants. He's pretty much uh, the cat that would say, you are not the boss of me. So in the middle of the night, I had left our door a little bit open, maybe about a foot or so, 
And I had actually picked up a couple of rolled up socks and put them on my nightstand. Now, you might be thinking, are you kidding me? Do you think you're actually going to hit the cat in the middle of the night with a sock? Well, let me just tell you, along came 3, 3.30 in the morning, and here comes Andre doing his typical dance of his people in the middle of the night, and I was fed up. I was so tired of not sleeping through the night because he kept doing this. He was being so unruly and disobedient. I just couldn't handle it anymore. So I grabbed one of the socks. Mind you, I wear glasses. I did not have them on. I grabbed the sock off the nightstand and I hurled it through the door and bingo, I hit him right in the back of the head. Now, he didn't get hurt. Please don't call any animal services on me. He does not need a wellness check. He's just fine. But let me tell you, he stopped scratching the door. So he kind of picked himself up off the floor and went and did his own thing wherever that was, sleeping I'm assuming. And so you might think, what the heck does that have to do with me? How many times has life come out of left field and pretty much just knocked you flat on your face? I bet there are a million different things that run through your head right now. Situations in life that have come up, you're thinking, yeah, I remember when I didn't expect that. Maybe it was bad news, maybe it was a phone call that you got in the middle of the night, which by the way, I hate because that is like the worst feeling of doom ever. But life comes at us and sometimes it's in the middle of the dark and it hits us right in the back of the head. And we don't understand and life can be frustrating in that way. And so I wanted to give you Andre's take on life and I want to compare it to Jonah in the Bible. Seems odd, right? The cat, and then you've got the fish and the story of Jonah. So I want to just sort of break it down for you for a second. Now, Jonah, he was um, being a prophet for the Lord. God gave Jonah a specific command. He told him to go to a specific city and tell them that they needed to repent and turn from their wicked ways. Now, Andre did not have the voice of God in his ear, but I will tell you for the last several years, he has had my voice yelling at him to stop what he was doing. Now in Jonah's story, God was actually telling him to go do something. But in both cases, there was a command given. Jonah was kind of like Andre. He was stubborn. He didn't really care what God told him. Just like Andre didn't care what I was telling him in the middle of the night. And so Jonah decided that he was going to run away. And if you read the full story in the book of Jonah, it's very short. It's only four little chapters, super quick read, and you can have the whole story right there. But I just want to give you a few little points. So first thing was God gave Jonah a command. Jonah ran away and decided, you're not the boss of me. And he went to do his own thing. The Bible literally says that Jonah went to hide from God. Now, I mean, it doesn't take a Bible scholar to understand. You cannot hide from the creator of the universe. That's just not how it works. And so he ran and he jumped off onto a ship and he thought he was just going to sail off into the sunset and do whatever he wanted to do. But turns out God decided that there were other plans that were going to happen. And God was like, look, I told you to do something and there are going to be consequences if you don't. Jonah didn't care. He didn't want to listen to God. He didn't want to heed the commands or the warnings that God was giving him. 
and eventually he gets thrown off the ship by the crew. Now, to the crew's credit, they tried to actually row back to shore to safety because there was this huge storm that had come up and they couldn't, they were just unsafe. They thought that the ship was going to break apart and they were all going to drown. And so they realized that Jonah was the problem. And so Jonah says, well, go ahead and just throw me into the ocean. And at first they're like, no, let's try to get to safety. And then they realized it's not going to happen. So they threw him heave-ho right over the side of the ship into the ocean. Now, the Bible says that a great fish swallowed Jonah up. I can tell you there have been many a nights when I wanted a great fish to swallow my cat up because he wouldn't shut up. So this was the one way that God got Jonah's attention. And so Jonah is actually sitting in the belly of a great fish, or it could have been a whale. And Jonah actually has this prayer. And I'm going to save the prayer to the end because... This is a prayer I think that we could all pray, and we probably have prayed, maybe using different words, but it's a prayer that we've all prayed probably at some point in our life. Jonah didn't understand necessarily God's plan. He didn't get it. And if you read the book of Jonah at the end, Jonah actually gets really angry because he wants God's wrath to come down and fall on a group of people that he believes deserves God's full punishment. Like, no holds bar, give them all you got. And God is merciful. And Jonah's angry about that because he says, you know, they didn't even listen. They didn't even do what, they're not turning from their wicked ways like you told them to right in the onset. And so Jonah is really angry. And it's funny because I can actually identify with Jonah. There have been times in my life whenever God has given me very specific instructions. Now, I'd like to say I was probably quite the obedient child. I didn't get in trouble very often, but as an adult, I have found that I can be like Jonah. I can be very stubborn, and even though I know what's right, even though I know the hard and fast lines of black and white on certain subjects, sometimes I just want to do my own thing. I just want to be like Jonah, and consequences have hit me smack dab in the back of the head sometimes and I'm like when I finally pick myself up off the floor and I have to deal with the consequences of life oftentimes my own choices it can be really hard but I'll also tell you it's very humbling now I'm not gonna say that my cat was humbled because there have been nights since the sock incident where he has tried to scratch the door again to get our attention but he doesn't do it as often as he did before. And I can tell you that the Bible doesn't continue Jonah's story past the four chapters that we have in the Bible. But I'm sure that Jonah probably stayed pretty close to God even after this. I cannot imagine being swallowed by a whale or a giant fish and having to live in the belly of that fish for three days. So here's the prayer actually that Jonah prays. Jonah says in uh, Jonah 2, 2, in my distress, I called to the Lord and he answered me from deep in the realm of the dead. I called for help and you listened to my cry. See, God doesn't always rescue us in the way that we think we should be rescued. One of the really interesting and also very disgusting things is that God caused that fish to vomit Jonah up onto the shore. Yeah, let's just all say, ew, 
because that's disgusting. You know what? In that moment when Jonah was covered in seaweed and disgusting seawater and only God knows what else, laying on the shore, he was probably incredibly happy and thankful that God took the time to listen to his cry. We all have different things that we face. We all have different battles that we're going through right now. There is nobody that is unscathed at this moment. Now, living in California, there are the wildfires that are just going crazy, and they're in Oregon, and they're in Washington, and it has touched family and friends, and it's heartbreaking. You know, a lot of us are saying, why? Why did this happen? How did this happen? You know, who's responsible for this? Well, all I can tell you is that God is in the know even when life seems out of control. God knew exactly where Jonah was. God knew that Jonah was going to be disobedient. He knew that Jonah was going to try to run, but he also knew how to get Jonah's attention. Now, I'm not saying that God set a bunch of fires here in California trying to get our attention, but I will tell you that Oftentimes when we're the most desperate, that's when we cry out. I know that that has been the case in my life when I feel like life is out of control, when I feel like I've been hit in the head by a proverbial sock of life and knocked flat on my face. That's whenever I finally said, God, I need you. I need you to fix this. I need you to help me. I need you to Put me wherever you need me to be. I need you to give me a better attitude about this situation. And also, God, what lesson are you trying to show me that I need to put into practice in my life? So today, even though maybe your cat doesn't scratch the doorframe in your house, but I can guarantee you that we've all at some point in life had that still small voice speak to us and tell us to just stop to be still and to trust the one who has everything under control. I hope you were encouraged today. I hope you have a great day. See you next time.